right. All right, we got everything going. Welcome to week two of Breakthrough Boot Camp. Uh, really excited about this morning and everything that's going to be happening. Let me get my notes where I can actually see them so I know what's going on here. And uh, yeah, okay, so I challenged everybody to do at least five minutes of some type of vigorous physical activity. How many of you did that? Throw it in the chat if you did. There's just something about getting that blood flowing to the brain. That's actually something that I do, just a little side tip for everybody. You ever just not feel like doing the work? You ever have those kind of afternoon blahs and your initial uh, response is to go to the cup of coffee? I'd encourage you guys to try something this week. Physical activity will actually get more of that blood flowing, those endorphins, all that good stuff, whatever it is, um, better than coffee will. So try that. Take five minutes. Even do 10 push-ups. Do 10 sit-ups. Do 10 jumping jacks or burpees. Anything like that. You Just test me on this this week because we all have times throughout the week where we just do not feel like doing anything. And uh, I've found that that helps out tremendously. And Dan, let me, can I add something to yeah, that? Please. Yeah. I, you know, one of the things I found to be true, sometimes when you wake up in the morning, some of us are a little bit more uh, ready to roll than others. But I'm telling you, even a 10 to 15-minute walk when you go outside – even if, if it's cold, even more important to get out and do it. Go outside, do something active, and think about your business. I'm telling you, you will be more motivated about your actions that you will do when you set your goals for the week while moving. Instead of sitting down wondering what you're going to do that day, think about the things that you have to do while moving. I'm telling you, yes. it is a game changer. Such a great idea, man, uh, and it, it works. There's just something about physical activity that actually imprints what you're thinking about on your brain, in your RAS, your reticular activating system, and the act of moving actually solidifies that, so it's powerful. Good word, Corey. All right, we're going to jump in. i got a couple of preliminary things uh, before we jump into the content today, and you're going to love, and I actually have a surprise announcement in a second, so let me share my screen. And we're going to get this going. Congrats to all of you who did some type of physical activity. Um, how many of you are going to try that this week? Either what Corey said, right when you get up, or when you're feeling down, you're going to do some kind of physical activity. Put a 10 in the chat if you're going to do that. All right, I love it. Okay, so many of you have heard about this. I do have a small announcement about this. Uh, registration is now open for the Awaken event that is happening February 20th through the 22nd, right out here in Phoenix. It is, we, we've been working on planning with a leadership team and, and we're going to be digging even more into it, but we're getting kind of the skeleton together. We're getting the venue locked in. Uh, this is, this is going to be off the charts. Now, we opened registration and had over 100 tickets gone in the first hour, okay? We are right now about not quite 48 hours into registration being open and half of the tickets are gone for this event that's like two days in okay it, the event is not for like three months oh almost exactly yeah it'll just be ending three months from now so i'd encourage you guys listen this is not trying to create some kind of false scarcity uh i i really am pretty sure this is going to sell out we our venue right now seats 500 we're trying to see if we can't squeeze 600 in there with some extra chairs and things um, and we are pursuing a couple of other venue options, but it's February in Phoenix. There's not a whole lot of options, especially this close to it. So we will do what we can, but I cannot promise that we're going to find another venue. Okay. So I'd encourage you get in now. It's for executive directors and above. And I'll tell you, honestly, I, I had some people that registered 
that are not executive directors. And they sent me a screenshot of their ticket or they posted it. And I'm like, well, you're not an executive director yet. And they said, I will be. Hey, I have no problem with you painting yourself into a corner. Uh, that's a great way to reach your goals. You want to take your family to Disney? Tell them, set the date. You don't have the money to do it and, and you, you're going to have to do it through Optavia. You're going to have to earn it. Get, get with your, tell your kids, start looking up Disney stuff, put it on the calendar. I guarantee you, you're going to come through and you're going to make that goal happen, right? It's a powerful, powerful tool. So, hey, go for it. Uh, but if you, do, if you do not make it, there's no, there's no uh, refund, anything like that. So if you just started coaching and you just have a desire to be executive director, don't do that. So I probably shouldn't have shared that story because now everybody that's not executive director is going to go buy tickets. So don't do that. Forget I even shared that. The people that did it are like, very, very close. They've been working towards it for months. They, they have the path laid out. Okay. That was so stupid, Dan. Don't do that. Okay. All right. So next up. Oh gosh, this is fun, isn't it? Here's the big announcement today. We are going to blow the doors off with a health and hope for the holidays. Uh, Zoom slash Facebook live. Tiffany Howard is going to be hosting this thing. This is specifically for this boot camp to invite people. Many of you know, Corey, what are people feeling like the day after Thanksgiving? <laughs> they are thinking they are, they are, they are seriously contemplating doing something and, and realizing that they have a need and a desire. And they're probably thinking about reaching out to someone that can help them. Yeah. It's such a great time. The couple of days after Thanksgiving and the week after Christmas are, I think two of the absolute best times of the year to get imprinted onto somebody's mind that you can provide a solution for them when it comes to health. So if you want to very, very, we're committed to providing practical, tactical ways for you to grow your business and take advantage of this dash incentive. This is one of those things. So we're going to spend time throughout the week and next Saturday on bootcamp getting real specific as far as how you can use this, but that you can invite people to zooms. This is, this is a uh, potential prospective clients and coaches. You can, uh, you can uh, use the Facebook Live. We're going to create an event page. So we're going to be streaming this live to Facebook. So you can go to the event page and you can actually share that live uh, out to your page. And people that you didn't even invite might find it. But I'll tell you, the people that find it that, that are going to really be impacted by this are people you intentionally invite. You intentionally send a reminder with the, the Zoom link about an hour before you ask them afterwards what they thought of it. So we're going to get into all that, but the stories, guys, are so powerful. This is going to be perfect. This is the Sunday night directly following Thanksgiving, okay? So I want to encourage everybody to take advantage of this. Uh, we actually built our entire business, and Corey knows this and Drew knows this. Pat wasn't quite on, on the team yet, but we actually built, some of you that are around that first year, we built a huge chunk of our business through doing these once a month or twice a month. So we're going to roll this out and we're going to take advantage of it and let the zoom, let Tiffany Howard do the work for you. All you got to do and, is and people there. Dan, I'll say this. One of the great things about this, I mean, we, we love and we strongly encourage, you know, we'll talk more about this conversations leading to health assessments, but a lot of us have those people that we've either done assessments with in the past or we've tried to get on an assessment for whatever reason and they just haven't quite pulled the trigger yet. A lot of people that are just kind of looking and, and watching you may not be ready for a health assessment yet, but they would tune into a Facebook Live and they would tune into something like this. So it's just a brilliant thing. Yeah, this is a great, 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 great follow-up tool. We, we've, all of us on here have used that 
um, over the years. Okay, so great. We'll, we'll talk about all the ways you can use this uh, this week in boot camp. And hey, by the way, hasn't the content that's been flowing this week in boot camp been awesome? Thank you for everybody that contributed. We're going to keep it flowing. So if you're not checking in there daily, I would highly recommend that to really get the full amount out of the boot camp. So I think my screens were blocking the text on there, but that's okay. All right, here's the deal. We did a little incentive. Uh, we threw it out there. Remember last week, um, Wade Pendle taught us how to go into share and send out, if you have any inactive clients, to send out a, a uh, email automatically to all of your inactive clients. If you did that, put in the chat how long it took you to do that, okay? I was actually surprised. We went in and did it in about 10 minutes. It was so simple following the way that Wayne showed us. Of course, we knew our password, so it went a little quicker than uh, with Wayne. <laughs> if you were on, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so we sent over 10,000 emails. 10,000 inactive clients were contacted last week. How cool is that? In most of them in a 24-hour period. Some of you kind of snuck in after because you didn't see the post. But we said we were going to do a drawing for $100 from all of those people. Now, here's the scientific way I did it, just so you know. I want to be accountable to all of you. I went on my phone and I went, opened up all the comments. So it wasn't just the first batch and you know, how, you know, you can open them all up. And then I just went boom and then stopped it on one. So that, listen, that's scientific. I didn't look at it. I didn't know, know the name, but whatever my finger was on, that's who wins. So the winner of the $100 is drum roll, Sandy Hahn, Sandy pop in the chat. If you're here, I was gonna have you say something, but I forgot you're, uh, not in the panelist room. So, all right. So let me see here. All right. What do you guys say we uh, get this thing going this morning? All right. Exciting stuff happening. Um, all right. We're going we're gonna to get things kicked off. As you know, in these boot camps, we like to focus on uh, mindset, skill sets, and then uh, hopefully getting into action. That's really where the rubber meets the road. So I want to make sure we're going to have some very tactical, practical uh, trainings uh, for the second half of boot camp, the last uh, 40 minutes or so. So you're going to want to stick around for that. But I really, really wanted to start off with some powerful, powerful mindset training and one of the best at that. And there's actually some skill set training and encouragement to action in this. So you get you get the best of, of, of all the worlds here. But um, turn off all your other notifications. Stay focused here. What you're about to hear, honestly, this is not hyperbole, it honestly could absolutely impact your life and impact thousands and thousands of people and generations of your family, right? No pressure. Uh, okay. But really focus on this. This is some really, really great stuff. Um, and we have asked the best at mindset and skill set training, one of the best in the entire business to come on and take just a few minutes to share uh, an awesome topic, which they will introduce. But Pat and Karen Schatzline, the floor is yours. My friend, good morning. Thank you for having us. You know, we're sitting here and I was thinking about it, you know, several years ago, Black Friday was Black Friday, but we call it Blessed Friday now. And um, we love being a part of this team. You know, obviously Corey and Dan, Megan and Julie, they're our mentors. And guys, as we move into this this morning, I, I want permission, Karen and I have been talking about this, we want permission to coach you at maybe a higher level. You know, that's a Terry Miller statement. And uh, to, to be able to just share something that burns in our spirit. In fact, we're calling this Own Your Ugly. So in a minute, I'm going to have you put in the chat, hashtag O-Y-U. 
And uh, it reminds me of, you know, when you're in high school and it, what they used to, to do the cheer, U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. Mm, mm, help me, Karen's not, Karen, Karen, <laughs> I was the nice Karen girl totally abandoned me. No, yeah. I was not the nice guy in high school. Hey, we're going to talk about this because we're calling to own your ugly and you need to understand this is more transformational. And on the other side of this in a few minutes, you're going to hear just unbelievable, you know, this boot camp. I don't know many leaders that are doing a boot camp this time of year. But bottom line is, guys, if you get a hold of this for the next few minutes, um, I believe it's going to shift you. And we call this Own Your Ugly because honesty is the best policy, but it's the most avoided leadership habit. And this is the bottom line. You cannot outrun your fatal flaws. You know what this business does? This business exposes your fatal flaws. It shows you what's going on, but it also shows you your best nature. And it shows you things that can change. So what am I talking about? I always say this, but your past is not your prison. Nope, it's your university. I got a huge past. I walked through some horrible things growing up. I know what it's like to almost lose family members, including my own mom, to suicide. I saw a lot of different things growing up. But there comes a moment where you quit looking in that rearview mirror and you start looking through the windshield. There's a reason why the rearview mirror is 100 times smaller. Because you got to live your life going forward. And I made, we've made up our mind, you know, I call this own your ugly because Karen married me 29 years ago. So she owns her ugly, but get a hold of this. This is an authentic moment. When we first started as coaches, we already had a handicap. Why? We had built everything by what I call blood, sweat, and years, not tears, years. And the bottom line is we had seen some success. And when you're successful, you become a loner and islands eventually sink into the sea. So get a hold of this because we didn't need help. And you know what? Dan and Megan and Corey and Julie, they were really good at, and Terry Miller and some others, they were really good at showing us that we were shallow. We had a neon sign called shallow. And they did it in a loving way, an authentic way, but I never ghosted them. If they text me, I counted it as an honor. And I would step up. They would help us walk from personality versus systems. Some of you, you built really great personality. Can I tell you that will only go about an inch thick, but systems go a mile deep? And we had to step in and change and begin to realize that we need to start over. It's about a year in, we went, man, we've done good. We've done great. We're, woo. And then all of a sudden, Terry Miller looked at us one day at convention and said, hey, let's go talk. You got a great business, but it's not going to be here in a year. And it woke us up. So Karen, take it, take it away. Yeah, so because this company did expose where we stop growing as leaders. You know, it's easy when you're on the stage. It's easy to see the finished product in people without seeing the stars. And this company revealed to us. You need to say that again. <laughs> it's easy to see the finished product in people without seeing the scars and how they got there. And so this company made us realize there was a point that we stopped growing as leaders and it exposed those leadership flaws that we had in our life. And we were on stages all over the place, but we stopped growing. But there was a moment in there, like when Terry Miller talked to us, that we decided, okay, this is a get real moment. This is a real life moment that we can't give up. We have to push past, keep learning past the point where we always stopped and we had to own our ugly. And what that meant really was that we had to admit that we don't fail well. <laughs> we don't fail we flail well, well at we all. We, we just flail. We flail. And so when things aren't going the way we want, everything just spins out of control. And we learn some things. And this is just get real moments. This is not attacking anyone. This is things that we learned through personal experience with our own business. The first thing is that we had to learn that if you're desperate for success without paying the price, 
then you might have a reality problem. And that's something that we had to look at. And the second thing is, if you're great at starting conversations with people, that you can't close the deal, then you might have a closer problem. You may have to go read The Art of Closing the Deal. Exactly. And so number three is if you can sign clients and not coaches, then you might just have a coach explore problem and you may need to go back to stage one and learn again. Number four, if you can sign coaches but not grow them and grow a team, then you might have a depth and skill problem. These are things we had to learn. Number five, if you haven't changed your profile picture this is in a good six one. Hold on, months, say this again. This is a good one. If you haven't changed your profile picture in six months on your social media, then you might have a hunger problem. You may need to go back to square one and start back taking care of your own health. Number six, if you're growing a team, and this one hits home because we had to learn this in the beginning. If you're growing a team, and you no longer need your mentorship, your community, your trainings, Saturday boot camps, then you might just have a pride problem that you won't lean into your mentorship. Number seven, if your coach reaches out and you don't respond, then you might just have an accountability problem. See, this is just real talk, things we learn, because when you first start coaching, the fact is that your coach wants it so much more than you do. But as time goes on, your passion has to come to a place where it outruns your coach. Because if not, you're going to start getting on each other's nerves. You and your coach are going to start having that friction between you. And it will create walls between the two of you. For example, if you start strong, we started strong, but then you begin to level off and your coach is still calling and saying, let's do a coach explore. Let's get on a health and hope together. And you start ghosting them. You start muting their text and everything. Eventually that coach is going to move on and find someone who is willing to learn and willing to lean into mentorship. Because see, the problem with that is you may have started out strong, but now that there's people that are not getting healthy anymore and you're no longer building a business that's gonna bring freedom to your future. And everyone loses in that scenario. And we found that the secret to our growth was owning our ugly. Gotta own Every ugly. step of the way and push past what where we had always stopped. You know guys, how do you own your ugly? Bottom line is admit you need help. You know how many times I've reached out to my mentorship team. Already walked across the stages, already got the rank, if, if that, and, and I think sometimes ranks aren't honest <laughs> they're really not they're beautiful but they're not honest because you think you got it all figured out and then you start sitting there and you know number one you got to admit you need help how do you do that the ability to admit your weakness as a coach doesn't diminish your value it increases it this is as long as you're willing to change number two let your leadership help what do you mean by that just ask get on their nerves sometimes you're on shaky ground and you're like i don't know what to do to the leader coach that's listening and someone reaches out to you after this today Take their call, be there, speak into them, love on them, walk them through it. Maybe bring it down the temperature a little bit and help them. Quit worrying about bothering your coach. I've said this over and over lately to some of our coaches. They're like, we don't want to bother you. I said, I, you don't know my schedule. Don't think you can think for me. We want you to get, we stood outside in Phoenix uh, at the uh, business summit. And we said to some incredible coaches, and they like everything. They thumbs up everything. They're on every messenger thread. I love them because they're all in. They're leaning in. They, they, they wept with us outside. They see a future. And I said, 
Your success is our success. I need you to get on my nerves. So quit worrying about bothering your coach. What do you mean? Listen, number three, ask questions and fix it. How do you do that? Fix your health. Some of you, I'm just going to be straight up. If you're not ordering from your, your sponsoring coach, uh, you know, my bottom line is you need to be a part of stepping up and constantly taking care of your health. I'm getting ready to go to Brazil in about a week for just a couple of days. I guarantee you I'm not eating uh, the food on the planes. I guarantee you I will guard my health. Why? Listen, fix your posture. Watch every video you can. Fix your health. Fix your posture. Be teachable. Lean in. And then fix your clients. Join the team again. Read Dr. A's life book. What do you mean? Reach out to former clients and offer to help them again. Say, I'm here for you. And then if, you're, if you have a team, fix your coaches. Join the trainings again. Engage your coaches. Reach out to them. And we're about to wrap this up. But here's the biggest one, number four. Rediscover your why. Your why is out wandering. It, that brother needs you to give him a call and say, hey, this is what it's all about. I can go into my office over here and there's a war room and I got all my whys, but if I never look at it, it just looks like really cool wallpaper. There comes a moment where your why needs to know that you still believe. Sometimes your why adds a dash. Why not? Why haven't? Why won't? We came up with it last night. Why can't? Let me tell you something. Just go back to the why. Restore your why. This business reveals the places you always quit. It reveals where you've stopped throughout life. You get just a little taste of success. One of the things I hate, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta own it for a second, is when I hear people, you know, make the statement, you know, this is my side hustle. Folks, we're all in. We're doing this till we die. We made a commitment with Dr. A in a boat. We're gonna run with you, not just touch our little corner of the world, but we're gonna touch the world. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share this last thing with you about owning your ugly. When I had a personal awakening, and the personal awakening was I began to realize I could do both. Many of you know we're in ministry. I could do ministry, but I could also do business. And then it began, that structural tension began, to, and I had to walk through it for about three years. And I'll never forget, I called my son one day and I said, I need to tell you, I'm sorry, Nate. Nate, the youth pastor, leads a great movement out in California. He and Adrian, our two grandkids, will destroy this house. We will own our ugly. Last year, over <laughs> this glass door, they, they, they squeegeed it with bacon. Our dog still jumps to lick it. And, but I called my son. He was out jogging one day, and I said, I need to tell you I'm sorry. He goes, why, Dad? And we're best friends. I said, because I told you years ago when you were going to college, you want to be a lawyer or you want to be a pastor? I said, you got to choose. Can't do both, Nate. Draw a line. You know, that's that religious mindset. And then I called him one day and I said, Nady, where are we at in time? I said, Nady, I said, bottom line. I said, I'm sorry. He said, dad, what do you mean? He's jogging. He's an athlete. I said, I told you, I told you that you couldn't do both. Yeah. I told you that you had to choose. I said, I'm giving you permission yeah. to dream again. You want to go to law school? I'll pay for it. To do both. Do both. Yeah. Two weeks later, he calls me back and he says, dad, I just registered to get my master's. I'm getting into political science. And I said, well, you know, if you, you, you're the, on the dean's list, I'll pay for it. Well, the Joker just finished with a 4.0, his master's, and now USC's looking at him for a doctorate. But it all started with dad stepping up and going, I'm a great dad. I showed up at every game. I stood on every football game sidelines. The only ball game I missed, the only ball game I missed, I was in Australia at a thing called Planet Shakers, and I listened to it over the phone. But there was one area in my mindset. I put a ceiling on my family. Listen, folks that are sitting there right now, there's a moment where you own your ugly. 
you reach out to your coach and you just hashtag OYU. They don't know. They should have been on boot camp. They don't know what it is. But there's a moment where you say, you know what? We don't have it figured out. You can walk across stages all day long, but bottom line is when lights are on your armor, nobody can see the, the flaws in your armor. Have mentors in your life that'll say, you got some flaws. We got to fix this. You hadn't got it all together. Dan, we love you. Thank you for trusting us today. Well, I'm going to jump in here. Pat and Karen, thank you so much. You know, I think you guys just showed uh, over the last 10 minutes why you guys have built such a um, such hey, a phenomenal tell business. Everybody, Corey, tell everybody to put hashtag OYU in there right now. Hashtag. Everybody go do that. Put that hashtag OYU up in there. You know what? I'm going to do that because I'm going to talk here in a minute, and if I don't, I'm going to forget. But go ahead and put that. Uh, I'm going to do that right now. I got to find the little hashtag OYU done. All right, so. Own your ugly. You know, I love that list. And Karen, I, I saw a lot of people that were commenting in the chat asking if you would post that list that you read in the bootcamp page later on today. Um, you know, one of the things that um, I kept seeing and thinking to myself over as Karen was reading that list and Pat was talking is uh, she was talking about you might have a pride problem, you might have a hunger problem. And the bottom line is, you know, you got a you problem, right? And, and there is so much freedom in that. We, we are taught, you know, as, as people that flaws are bad and, you know, ugly is bad and maybe it is, but here's the deal. Like it's, it's, it's only bad if you refuse to work on it. It's only bad if you refuse to make it better. And so there's just this place of self-empowerment that you get to that says, you know what, this is where I'm at because this is what I can fix. This is what I can change. This is how I can grow. And I want to talk for a couple minutes and we're going to kind of build off of what Pat and Karen were talking through and really shift into one of the most basic, simple, and yet somehow least done and most overlooked aspect of our business. And that is starting conversations. We're going to talk about what this means because I think a lot of us think we're starting conversations and maybe we're not, or we, we, we are in our head a little bit about what starting conversations means. So Pat and Karen just gave us permission to own our ugly. And we're going to talk a little bit about getting out of our head and really diving into what this could look like for you and seeing the big picture. And guys, I'll tell you, if you guys have heard me talk, I can be a little intense. And, and I make zero apologies for that. But I, I want for the next couple of minutes maybe to, to, to shift out of that for a minute and just invite you because I know, you know, I'm, a, I'm an Enneagram 3. I'm a challenge. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a go-getter. That's, that's who I am, okay? But I want to invite you for the next couple of minutes just to take a deep breath, right? Just breathe for a second. I think that a lot of us, tend to put so much pressure on ourselves. We think that our coach is messaging us so much. And it's, it's crazy because there's some of you that care more about building your business for your coach than you care about building it for yourself. And I will tell you, if that's, if that's you, that is not motivation that's going to last. You, you feel like, I don't want to disappoint them. And that right there could be your biggest problem in why this business isn't growing for you because you're trying to build it for someone else other than you. You're trying to build it because you don't want someone to be disappointed in you. Maybe you've got an affirmation problem 
And the issue is that you're trying to build this for everybody else but you. So when we come back to this idea of what is this all about? This is a business. You know, I have a, I have a mentor who uh, calls himself a human connector. And I love that. If you are going to make it big in this business, that is what you are. You are a human connector. You are not a salesman. You are not a, a product slinger. You, you are not a network marketer. You are a human connector. And for some of us, that's a challenge because I get it. There's some of us that are more outgoing. That's bull crap because there are some people that are really quiet and reserved that run huge frontline volumes. It's not just the people that have the biggest network. It's not just the people that have the biggest weight loss story. It's the ones that create the most conversation. So I know what it's like, right? Here's the deal. When you reach out and have conversation, and I know that Drew is going to talk a little bit more later about some practice of this, but we make it a decision to say, hey, you know what? There's some of us, you got 500 Facebook friends, right? And when you look at Facebook, when you post of those 500 Facebook friends, maybe 50 of them are seeing your post, maybe. And it's probably the same 50 that are seeing every one of your posts. And you're wondering why in the world can I not get this business to grow? Well, you got 500 friends, probably need to get that up to 5,000 quickly because the more friends you have, the more conversations you can start. This is a business that is all about connecting with people. And I've said this before, and the reality is you right now have the business that your comfort zone allows you to have. So some of us, we have a smaller comfort zone and it scares us a little bit to go sit at a lunch table with someone that we don't know. It's crazy how we do this, even at Optavia events. Even at Optavia events, when you are filled with rooms, filled with people that get you and root for you and cheer for you, we gravitate to the same people. We sit with the same people. We don't wanna go meet new people because we like comfort and we like control and we like stability. It is about expanding your horizon, expanding your network, getting outside of yourself and outside of your comfort zone and being vulnerable enough to do your best to add value to somebody else. And that is the big thing. This is what I know. Our world is filled with all kinds of people that are so different. We all have different thumbprints. There's no two snowflakes that are the same. But there is one thing that's the same about every person on the planet. They all like to be encouraged. They're all probably pretty hard on themselves. They're all probably pretty stressed. And they need someone that will listen. That doesn't take any talent. Doesn't take any skill. It just takes a willingness to begin that conversation. You know what I love about November and December? Sometimes we look at November and December and we're like, oh man, this is a challenging time to build business. You know what? Of the 12 months in a calendar year, there is no two better months of the year to start conversations than November and December. This is the best time of the year to start conversations about what you're thankful for. Take a few minutes when you go through your social media and talk through it. You want to start a bunch of conversations? 
Go talk about what you're thankful for, for the people in your social media that you know. That's a great way to start conversations. When it comes to Christmas time, talk about, you know, things and being generous and adding value to people. This is a phenomenal time to build and grow and start conversations. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of, the, health is a personal thing for a lot of people. A lot of people have self-doubt when it comes to that. So when it comes time for the new year to begin to get healthy, who do you think they're going to go to? They're going to probably have a connection with the person that spent time adding and pouring value into them. You cannot copy and paste your way into a big business. Can't. You cannot shortcut your way to a big business. It is about genuine, authentic conversation with new people. I will tell you, oh, I almost broke something. I will tell you, if your desire is to be global director, your path to global director will be on the other side of people that you don't even know right now. Some of us make the mistake of looking at our coaches and team and we start thinking, I will tell you, if you're not global yet, you won't be with the people that you have on your team. You just won't. It's about new people, new people that you don't know. They don't know your name. They don't know where to find you. They don't know that you exist. It's about getting outside of yourself. And, and I'll just share this and I'll give it to Dan and because we've got some more stuff to get into. But I think this is, we're going to talk about some of the practice, uh, practice of conversations. But this truly is about working on you and growing you. And guys, I will, I will tell you this because some of us are grade A champions at coming up with excuses and we are grade A champions at scarcity mindset and we are grade A champions at being victims. I can do it too. But I will, I will, I will tell you, there's some of us that we look at our Facebook and we're like, man, how come nobody wants to sign up with me? How come nobody wants to do program? And you as a coach have never even opened this book. You don't even have your name on the cover. You haven't taken the time to work on you and your clients aren't answering your phone call anymore because your client calls are always the same. Your client calls are, how's the week? What'd you do? You're not getting into transformation because you can't transform anybody when you're not transforming you. You want to talk about how to be on fire? Maybe it starts with believing in what we do. That I'm not just somebody that slings diet food. I'm not just somebody that tries to get someone to sign up for something. I'm into transformation because I know that after doing this myself and working on me, it is awakening things in me. And when I do that, it changes how I coach my clients and it changes how I start conversations. And now my conversations are more than just how do we go and how much pounds did you lose? I'm talking about what element are you working on this week? And let's talk about that next week. One of the best things that gives me material for conversations is when I pour in to me. So this goes back to the own your ugly thing. And don't be surprised when people aren't lining up to be coached by you 
if you are not fanatical and evangelical about your cause. Your cause is getting America healthy. Is your cause getting sign somebody signed up for something or is your cause getting the world healthy? And that will not happen until you first focus on you. Thanks, Dan. Wow. Uh, Drew, I don't know. Maybe we should just end and let everybody marinate on that for a little while. That was absolute gold, Corey. Um, I like Corey. Actually, I was thinking about everybody that's speaking today when Corey said, I, I get a little intense. I'm like, okay, yeah, I think we're all, <laughs> all of us speaking today can get a little intense. So anyway, that's why you guys signed up for boot camp, right? You love that. Um, I'm going to try not to be too intense because I really want to simplify something for you. Um, I hear this more than anything else from a, from coaches who are not seeing growth. They make this statement. I don't know why a version of this. <laughs> I don't know why people aren't coming on board. I'm posting all the time. Have you heard that? I have literally, and some of you that mentor directly with me have heard me say this. My wife has told me to be nicer when I say this now. And I literally say, I just come back and say, you can't build a business through posting. That's why. <laughs> no soft skills at all. So I'm working on that. Guys, um, some of you, when you came on, and I've just seen this so many times, um, one of the biggest downsides of you building your business fast at the beginning is you only had to post up on social media to have clients come in. And you genuinely believe that the way you build this business is to come up with the perfect post and do it a certain number of times a day. Literally, like Corey said, you're speaking to the same, and I doubt it's even 50, the same 30 or 40, maybe 50 people over and over and over and over. You cannot build this business by posting. Depending on your sphere of influence, yeah, you can have a few people come in at the beginning, maybe even a lot if you have a really big sphere of influence. But if you don't have that, which is outside of your control at this point, unless you go build it, if you don't have that, you're not at the mercy of that. This business is not luck. There is no, there is no um, hope that this happens or hope I get lucky in this business. It's also not a lottery ticket where you scratch off and some of you are going to win and some of you are going to lose. If you delegate your, I can't think of the word, but if you, if, if you put all your eggs in the basket of posting to build this business, then there's, you, after you post till you're blue in the face, if people aren't coming on board, what can you do? You have no control. You've relinquished control to, to Facebook algorithms. And I came to this revelation um, a couple years ago that I am not going to leave the future of my business up to Mark Zuckerberg and the Facebook algorithms or whether Facebook is still around in five years. Now, while it's here, you do want to take advantage of it. But I'm telling you, 
to get to where you want to get to, let me simplify this whole business, okay? Please listen right now. This, this will change everything for you because so many of you are looking for this, this the secret formula, the secret idea. When Drew comes on and gives me some wording, oh, that's the wording. If I do it that way, exactly, then I'm going to have all these clients come on. Guys, it's simple. This business should be like a warm knife through butter. Okay? It's simple when you just break it down into what it really is. Okay? So is everybody listening here? We literally have something that works really well. Agree? Will you give that to me? Everybody in agreement there? As a matter of fact, it works every time. As a matter of fact of fact, I have never seen somebody follow the program consistently and not see results. If you have, put that in the chat. I have not seen it, and I, I, would, I would bet $10 million that it would never happen. Physiologically, it's impossible, okay? It's, just, it's impossible. You cannot follow the five-in-one and not lose weight, right? You can't immerse yourself in the habits of health and the life book and the community and connect with your coach and not have transformation take place. Okay, so we, we all, we're all on the same page with that, right? We have something that works really, really, really well. If Optavia changed your life in any way, I want you to put a 99 in the chat. Put a 99 in the chat. Can you guys see how fast that is flowing? Or in the comments on Facebook, 99. Look at that. Look. So we all know and we can attest to it, okay? So there's no, the jury is not out on whether or not it works, whether or not we have an amazing solution, right? One of the reasons we've been so successful and the Schatz lines have been so successful and the Bakers and the Eppersons is because, and I'm just picking people that are, that are speaking today, there's a whole lot of other people. The reason they've been massively successful and we've been massively successful is there's not a person on this planet that can convince me that there is anything better for health and transformation than Optavia would won't happen. You, I, you, you can't deny my experience. You can't deny what I've seen thousands and thousands of times. You just literally, I don't care what your argument is, what the, what science you show me, you could not convince me that there's anything that works better. Okay. There's a point to all this. All right. Is everybody listening? But we, we had to get all that clear. And that belief level that you have is important when you're doing what Drew's going to show you how to do in a few minutes. Okay. Everything that we do, what Drew's going to show you, the conversations, what Corey talked about, Pat and Karen, guys, it's got to flow from a heart. It's got to be real. We are not trying to come up with some tactical manipulation tool or technique to get people to come on our program. Does everybody understand that? That is not what we are doing. And some of us on this Zoom, that's how you approach it. How can I get them? How can I get more? How can I, me, and not that I have all the answers. I do, as you guys see all the time, I screw up all the time, okay, publicly many times. I, I just know that it works. And here's the, here's the simplicity of the business. That was all intro. Here's the simplicity of the business. All I have to do is go find people that are looking for a better life. They're looking for transformation. They're actively looking for a solution right now. 
That's it. That's this whole business. It's not about social media. It's not about um, help and hope Zooms. It's not about Facebook Lives. It's not about um, health, healthy happy hours. It, it's not about events. It's not about um, billboards. It's not about whatever. There's a lot of great ideas out there, but at the end of the day, if you distill everything that we do on the big end of the funnel, which is where this business is built or lost, the big end of the funnel, people coming in at the beginning, because we have a great process, an amazing ramp once somebody comes in as a client, okay? All you gotta do is find people that are actively looking and let them know that we actually have the solution that they're looking for. That's it. Some will want your solution. Some will want it now. Some will not want it ever. Some will want it in three years. Some will want it in two years. But at the end of the day, conversations is all about bringing people into your orbit and finding the people that are looking for a solution. So why do we post on social media then? Right. Well, why do we, why do we post if it's not that important? It's vitally important because what Drew's going to show you is when you go start a conversation with somebody, there's a good chance they're going to, especially if you haven't talked to them in a while, they're going to click over to your newsfeed or your profile page, your timeline, and see what you've been up to. So I look at posting. Yes, I want those 50 people that are seeing my posts to hear what I'm all about, but I'm really posting for the people that I go out and grab and bring into my orbit and say, hey, look at what I'm all about. Does that make sense? They're gonna scroll down over the first three or four posts and see what I'm all about and be able to know what I'm about in about three seconds. Okay, am I about posting political stuff? And I'm, am I about arguing with people? Am I about funny memes all the time? Am I, whatever it is, whatever you're about, you're going to go out and when you start a conversation, now when I say start a conversation, it might be at Starbucks in person because one of the most powerful things you can do is actually add that person as a Facebook friend, not give them a business card. How many, I've, people don't call on business cards, guys. They just, I mean, every once in a while there's anecdotal stories, I know, but you don't build your business on a business card. You know what your business card is? You know what your marketing pamphlet is? You know what your promo video is? It is your timeline in social media. Because at least in this day and age, we can, no matter who we meet, we can bring them to our timeline. Does that make sense? So if I meet somebody at Starbucks, and I, it, it would be really creepy of me to go, hey, can I get your phone number? I mean, I'd have to really got, gotten close to them in a matter of a couple minutes. But if I strike up a conversation and it's not way out of the ordinary for me to go, hey, are you on Facebook? And add them right there. Now, I don't ever have to run into that. I might run into that person at Starbucks again, but I'm not at the mercy of whether or not I run into that person again. Now they're on Facebook, I can actually start following them, interacting with them, um, starting conversations with them, all of that, because I brought them into my orbit to see my profile. Does that make sense? Okay, so. Let's say I go outside right now, and some of you have heard me say this before, but I wanna simplify this business as much as possible. Here it is. And don't get hung up on the process of conversations, the, you know, the method, the, all it is is the more people that you start conversations with, the more people that you start conversations with, the bigger your business is gonna grow, or I should say the more people you're gonna help. The more people you help, the bigger your business will be, the more you will be rewarded. 
you are rewarded based on the number of people that you serve. Okay, so here's the deal. Let's say I walk outside right here and let's, let's say I look outside and there's a crowd of 100 people. Okay, they're milling around. Who knows, maybe it's an event or something. And I've got to find, let's say, let's say there's 10 people in that crowd that are looking for a solution when it comes to health. Actually, there's probably more. There's probably about 80 out of that crowd of 100, okay? So let me ask you this question, and this is our whole business, because you've got Facebook friends, you've got a crowd of 500, 200, 300, 2,000, whatever. You've got crowds when you go to church, you've got crowds when you go to Starbucks, you've got crowds when you're part of this small group, you've got crowds at your workplace, you've got crowds at your school. So there's these little, and social media is just one of them. you got this crowd on Instagram, so you've got a crowd, regardless of what size it is, doesn't matter. Okay, so let's pretend I've got a crowd actually live and in person standing right outside this door. And there's 80 people that are actually looking for a solution right now, especially this time of year. There's probably 10 of them, let's say, that would love our solution and are actually ready to get started. So here's the million dollar question, literally, the million dollar question. What would be the best way for me to identify, connect with, and do a health assessment with those 10 people that are ready. What's the best way? Answer it, throw it in the chat. What is the, I mean, just don't, don't try to think of the business answer. Don't try to think of Optivia. Literally, if I wanted to go out and find the 10 people that would be open to a health assessment, what is the best way for me to do that? Now notice, none of you said, listen to this, None of you said, open the door and yell something out to everybody. None of you said, make a big sign, get something designed and hold it up for everybody to look at. So then the ones that are ready are going to see your before and after. They're going to see your, your recipe or your health quote, and they're going to come forth out of the crowd and they're going to identify themselves. There may be one or two that do that. That's true, right? Billboards work for there's a reason people spend a lot of money on them. They work in certain industries. There are people that self-identify and will step forward. But if that is all you are relying on, the people that self-identify and step forward and respond to your posts, I am telling you, you are missing out on a massive, massive stream in your business. You all in the chat, I just see it flying by, so I didn't open it and look at them. You all gave the right answer. The right answer, the best way for me to identify those 10 and get them to agree to a health assessment and then sign up because I know our, I know if they talk to me, my belief alone is going to convince them that I have what they need. Because remember, they're in a place where they need it, they're actively seeking, and they're in a place where they're willing to sign up. So if they talk to me, they're going to believe it. Even if I didn't say a word, they're going to believe it because it's going to emanate from me. It's going to be in my eyes. It's going to be in my tone. My belief is going, to, is going to flood over them. Does yours, when you talk to people, that's powerful. I don't care what you say. If your belief can overtake them, people don't need you to convince them that it works. They just, you just have to convince them that you believe it works. That's it. Don't convince them. Share your belief. So anyway... The best way for me to find those 10 people is to walk outside 
and talk to every single person. Now, here's the million dollar question. People are always like, well, what do I say to the person? How do I start a conversation? Well, what would I say to these people, these hundred people outside the store? Listen to how simple this is. What would I say? Yeah, I might say hi. What else might I say? Ah, here's, here's, here's the answer. It depends on the context of my relationship with them. Does everybody get that? That's why what Corey said, copy and paste doesn't work. In some situations it does for the right relationships. But here's the deal. Let's say I've got three people. One person is like my best friend, okay? Like, like we were best friends all growing up through school. We've stayed in contact. I was just in this wedding, whatever. And I've got somebody that I know relatively well, and I've got somebody I don't know at all. If I copy and paste the same message to all three of those people, it's probably going to hit one of them in the right tone, but the other ones, it's going to be a little bit off. Does that make sense? So the answer is, here's how you start a conversation. It depends on the context of your relationship. If it's my best friend that I hang out with all the time, I'm going to say, I'm going to walk up and go, what's up, dude? Hey, man. Looking a little chubby today. I got something for you. That's a joke. That's not, I might say that, right? It doesn't matter. I'm going to be me and I'm going to actually say what would make sense in the context of our relationship. If it's somebody I've never met and I don't recognize them, what am I going to say? Listen to how easy this is, guys. What am I going to say? Hi, my name's Dan. Since you're standing out in my yard, I thought it would make sense if I introduced myself to you. <laughs> okay, all right. If it's somebody I haven't seen in a while, get this, what am I gonna say? First thing, the, Drew's gonna show us where the conversations go, and, but what's the first thing I'm gonna say? If it's somebody I haven't seen in five years. Hey Drew, what's up man, it's been a while, right? You guys make it make sense, that's conversations. And the reason we're talking about conversations today is because immediately, at least 50% of you, when we started talking conversations, you tuned it out. Listen, you tuned it out and you're gonna go keep trying to build your business by posting and looking for some kind of secret method that's gonna blow the door wide open. I am telling you the reason we do this, the reason we are focused on this, this is how you build this business. Now, I didn't wanna get intense, but come on guys, this is how you build this business. This is it. There's no secret formula. There's 100 people out there. The way I find the 10 is I go talk to all 100 of them. If I talk to one every day, then it's gonna take me 100 days to find the 10. If I talk to 10 every day, it's gonna take me 10 days. If I talk, go out there and talk to 100 today, it's gonna take me one day. Guys, this isn't rocket science. This is so freaking simple. I'm telling you. That's, that's it. That's the whole business. But notice, I, did, I didn't try to find the perfect thing to say. I just was me. Please be you. Let it come from your heart. If you have a hundred list, you know what? Please don't make that your target list or your hit list. I saw a coach that called it a hit list, list once, and I was like, ugh, that's not a hit list. You have the opportunity to, to change these people's lives. These are your friends. These are your, your, this is your heart list. These are people you want to serve. These are people you're like, I got something that works really well if you want it. And they're going to sense 
the urgency, not because you have to hit a rank or need to pay a bill, but they're going to sense the urgency because what gets you up in the morning is changing people's lives. If this is me not intense, y'all are in trouble if I really get intense. Uh, some of you are at Summit. You might have seen that. Okay. So, all right. I'm going to shut up now. I took way over my time, but that's the whole business, guys. That's the whole business is making those connections, having conversations either on social media or in person at events. You're going to be at holiday events, all these things. Guys, that's the whole freaking business. And here's the, here's the thing. You're not going to do it perfectly. You know what the only way to get really good at it is? Who knows the answer to that? Who knows the only way to get really good at it? I'm awesome at it. I'm going to be honest. Drew is awesome at it. Corey's awesome. Pat and Karen are awesome at it. I'm, I'm, I'm like one of the best at starting conversations. You know why? Yeah, you got to do it. I sucked when I started conversations. Sometimes, some, sometimes uh, uh, somebody will message me and I, and I can look up and see, wow, I messaged this person in like 2014 when I first started. Right? You know what I mean? How Messenger shows you the previous conversation. And I'm like mortified as I'm looking at these things that I sent when I first started. Those of you at Summit know I told this story where my first 10 people on my list, and these are like people like in my church. These, these are like pastors on staff. They're like, you know, our children's director who's like a lady. And I still had like 40 pounds to lose, but I was so happy about my results. I sent all of them to invite them to a health and hope night, like, like we're doing, right? A video, a Zoom, to invite them. I sent them a picture of myself with my shirt off. <laughs> I promise you, some of them still make fun of me for that. I did not know what I was doing, but you know what? I only did that once. <laughs> I learned what didn't work. The only way I got really good at this is just do it. So go out there, send the pictures with your shirt off, say the stupid things, own your ugly, right? Do it wrong, do it bad, do it stupid until you get good at it and you have everything that you desire. All right, I'm done. Drew, give us some specifics and we'll close out with that, man. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I wish I received a message with your shirt off. Oh my God, that is absolutely hilarious. All right, let me start off with this. Dan kind of started alluding to it. For those of you who have tuned out with conversations or, oh, here we go again, okay? I know something. And the reason I know this is because I've been there. This conversation is not about saying new things to old people. This conversation is about saying old things to new people. Here's what I mean by that. I'm specifically referring to you as a coach. If you are a brand new coach and you're like, hey, this is great, awesome. You're going to want to start new coaches so you can start to help them do this. If you are a current coach and you're, you've got other coaches on your team, and you're like, here we go again. You haven't started enough new coaches to have the same conversation with new people with. Make sense? So this is where this passion starts to come from. Now, if you found yourself in what Dan was saying about doing terrible conversations, but I did that a few weeks ago, looked at some of my first ones, mortified about what I sent, uh, it's okay. It's okay. Like, totally okay. Don't, don't stop. You, the only way to get good at it is to keep doing it. So 
I want to start with mindset. Why? Because where we start matters. If we are off 1% over time, you're going to be way off target. So what we want to do is start with that mindset, which is what you have heard beautifully spoken about from Corey and Pat and Dan. But here is what's important. One of the biggest objections that I hear about starting conversations is that they feel stalking. Yes, I just made that word up. They feel stalking, right? Or they feel weird or they feel uncomfortable. It's like they're trying to sell something. Now, here's what I've come to realize. I've come to realize that it basically comes down to one major piece, motivation. Are you being stalking? Are you trying to be weird? Are you trying to sell something? Here's what I find interesting. Majority of us try so hard to not be something that we already are not. Make sense? I'm trying so hard to not be this. And I'm like, well, are you that? Well, no. Then why are you trying not to be something that you're not? A lot of double negatives in there, feels like. But the point is, is that we spend and waste so much mental energy on trying to be something you're not to begin with. So why are we so worried about something that you're not anyway? Now, motivation can be tricky, right? Because no one else can call you out on motivation except for you. You're the only person who can do that. I can't do that. I can ask some questions around it. But at the end of the day, you're the only one who can call yourself out on something like that. And here are a couple of questions you can ask yourself when you're scrolling through your friends list to check your motivation. Okay, so let's do a motivation check. As you're scrolling through your friends to find out who do I start conversations with, do you skip over certain names because you might be profiling them? Oh, they look fat. I'm going to start one here. Is that, is that a motivation that you do? First off, what I have learned is that quickly the Facebook pictures that people post are not a true accurate representation necessarily of a majority of the people who post them. They're posting the best parts of who they were, and that could have been 10 years ago. I could have been 15 years ago. That could have been, you know, a few years ago. Here's another motivation question you can ask. Do you chicken out sending the message because you assume they can't afford it? Or you assume fill in the blank. Do you, here, these are just motivation questions you can ask yourself as you're getting ready to go do this. You see, when you start with the motivation of getting a client, then yes, it's going to be weird. It's going to be stocky. It's going to be awkward. Promise you 100% guarantee that. But when you start with the intention and motivation of just saying hi or finding out what that connection you have with somebody is, that is what we call starting or developing a relationship. Nothing weird about that. Nothing crazy about that, right? So as you start these conversations or these messages, remember that you're developing a relationship. You're not trying to close a sale. You're not trying to close a deal. You're just doing the very thing that we're all, does, all designed to do, create meaningful relationships. And it just so happens they're looking for a solution. Well then, bonus. Great. Right. So started conversations, we have to look at a few different things as we start to get into the pragmatics, okay, of how we begin to do this. But started conversations in the wrong place is where I find a lot of people doing this. Many people think, then when we say go start in conversations, they think that means to go to someone's public wall and comment on a post. That's not starting a conversation. That's not what we mean by that. So just by going to someone's public post and commenting and liking on that, 
That's great. We need to do that. That's part of the system. That is not what we are referring to when it comes to starting a conversation. So I want to get that really clear right off the top, what we mean when we say starting a conversation. Okay. So that's just capturing their attention and trying to squeeze into their newsfeed. That's all you're doing by liking and commenting. You're just trying to capture their attention. And what that begins to do though, is it sets you up for the next step of going into messenger and starting an actual direct and private conversation. That's what we refer to when we say going and starting conversations. Now I begin to look at a few different things that I see people doing uh, that can keep them from achieving what it is they're wanting to achieve and developing this uh, authentic relationship. Uh, and one of the things people do is the starters and responses. So I have two different categories. I have a starter and I have a response and I have some things that I've written up that are very authentic and real to me. Okay. So the things I'm going to show you today are authentic and real to me, how I would talk. So, uh, for a lot of my new coaches, I'm asking them to copy and paste some of this. And the reason I do that is until they can get comfortable doing that. Or until they're like, hey, listen, can I switch this up and add this and kind of do this? Great. Yeah, absolutely. Let's work on that together. So my suggestion is talk with your mentorship team. Ask how things are going. Uh, how does this look? Are there some tweaks and changes I can make and do that? Okay. But here's what I have found. In my opinion, I want to keep my starting conversations and my responses short. Here's what I mean by three to four, maybe five sentences long. And I end with a specific question, okay? So there's a structure and a framework that I use every single time when I'm starting conversations and when I'm responding. So I thought it might be helpful if I showed you guys uh, maybe some examples here. So allow me to share my screen here. Uh, and here's one of the examples that um, might help you out, okay? This one is someone that I haven't connected with in a while, okay? So this is what I would say, Drew Epperson, authentic to me. Hey, Kevin, happy new year to you, right? Notice that it's time sensitive or maybe happy fall time to you. It's been a while and I thought I would drop in and say, hi, how's life? What's new with you? Okay. So I'm keeping it time sensitive, time of the year. Uh, I'm giving them a reason why I'm popping in to say hi. It's been a long time. Thought I would drop in and say hi. Then I'm ending with two very specific questions. I train each one of my new coaches, actually all my coaches, I say ask these two specific questions. That is one thing that I say don't try to make this authentic to you. These two questions are vitally important. Specifically, how's life, what's new to you? The more specific of a question you ask, the more specific of a response you're gonna get. The more general of a question you're gonna get, the more general of a response you're gonna get from people which allows you, if you keep it general, to take it in any direction that the conversation needs to go, right? So that's why that's important. Let's give another example. Here's someone uh, that I haven't met before, okay? Someone I'm just starting a conversation with, never met them before. Again, this is authentic and true to me. Um, hey, Kevin, happy new year. It's been a while. I thought I would drop in. Uh, I'm sorry, wrong one. Uh, happy new year. I see we have some amazing friends in common. What is that? I'm connecting with them. I'm letting them know why I'm stopping in to start a conversation with them. We have some amazing friends in common. I thought in this new year, it'd be great to say, hi, how's life? What's new with you? And again, remember, these are specific to me, but uh, these are just some of the things that I have found, okay? So we train to like and comment before starting a conversation, just like I said. Then we start the conversation on Messenger, 
and we referenced what we liked and commented on, okay? Now, here's a challenge that I see. We keep it only on the topic that we commented on, thus keeping the whole conversation on that one topic, okay? So here, let me give you an example of what I'm referring to. Example, hey, Jane, I saw you went to Disney with your kids. How great. We just took our family there recently too and loved it. Now, great start so far, right? Here is where it can get bogged down. We finished with a question, Drew, but the question is too specific. So we say something like, what's your favorite part of your trip? Or maybe we ask something similar along that route. That question, where do you think the conversation back to you is going to stay? Where do you think it's gonna stay? It's gonna stay on what the trip was or what their favorite part of the trip was. And then I get people saying like, oh, Drew, it, they're not leading to health. They're not doing all these things, right? Because one of the challenges we face is that we ask too specific of a question, which is why, again, I'm always asking, how's life? What's new with you? I can go anywhere I want with that question, okay? So instead, maybe it looks more like this. This is where we pivot the conversation and everything before the last question is perfect. You want to keep that, right? You want to connect. My family loved it, had a great time, all that stuff. Now it sounds a bit like this. I bet you had an amazing time with your family. I know it's been a while since we've connected and I just wanted to drop in and say, hi, how's life, what's new with you? Pretty simple, not complicated, not rocket science, but yet again, what you've done is you've connected, you've shown them, hey, listen, love that. Yeah, it's part of my story too. You're not a robot just starting messages. But now you're asking that question and you're allowing it to go wherever it needs to go. So as we begin to think, when I got some more slides I'll show in a second, but placement of your health response, okay? So now we've talked about starting conversations. <clears throat> Those are absolutely key. That's where I go first. How did you start the conversation? Because how and where you start matters as to where it can potentially go for you to be open to have a conversation uh, to potentially lead towards health. Now, placement of our health responses. Let's talk about responses. Where we place our quick story is just as important as sharing our quick health story, okay? So when you're responding, there are three main parts to it as I see and how I use it, okay? First, responding to the content that they sent back to your initial reach out. That's the first thing I do. I'm, I'm responding to whatever it is they said back to me. And this, what this does is acknowledges what they said in a response to your question, what's new with you, right? So I'm acknowledging what they said. The second part to it is I'm sharing something personal about my family or something in general, okay? With life happenings that are happening with me. The third thing I do and I close with, I don't put it in the middle, I don't start off with it, I close with it, is I close and this is why your personal health is vitally important, I close with my personal health. I have lost X amount of pounds in X amount of I feel absolutely amazing. And I end with that. Why? Because when people respond, they don't respond to what's in the middle. They don't respond to what's at first. They always respond to the very last thing that they read. That's why I leave it last. And this is why, again, your personal health is vitally important because you're going to be sharing parts about that. So let me, uh, let me go ahead and give you a couple examples about what I have here and how I've kind of crafted what that looks like. All right. Now, this is kind of a, a coach-based one, okay? So for instance, I've been at my goal weight uh, for a while now, so my response is more coach-based. So for us, I'm pretty sure we skipped right past ball time and land right smack dab 
of winter, LOL. We're looking forward to the holidays. Kids are pretty pumped and picking up their Christmas, picking up the Christmas presents, of course. Jan and I are gearing up as well. Now here's where I end. Jan and I are gearing up as well and helping lots of people navigate the season with their health. We love helping people achieve success, especially this time of year. All in all, life is fabulous. It's kind of a, gener a general response that I'm giving. And notice, now again, the only thing I don't have in there is a response to whatever it is they said, right? Oh, Billy's 10, Billy's 15. Oh, that's crazy. They grow up so fast. Then I will go into, for us, now that gets to personal, on how we do that, okay? Let's go more towards a client-based response. Maybe you're in the middle of your health journey currently. Here's how that could potentially sound. Again, you're responding to whatever it is they said, and then you go personal. For us, pretty sure we skipped right past summer, blah, 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 all of that fun stuff. We're looking forward to amazing 2020. So many travel plans, of course, and helping inspire lots of people. But I've lost 35 pounds in eight weeks, and I'm soaring into the new year with amazing energy. Life is great. So I'm ending with health, right? I'm keeping everything kind of general up there about me. I'm responding to whatever it is they said. Uh, all those things are happening. And that is how I respond back with my personal health. Now, here's another thing that I notice as well that people miss out on. A big miss I see with developing coaches is in the gaps. This particular gap that I'm going to refer to right now is the art of the direct ask. Now, I'm guilty of this because of assumptions, making excuses for myself and for others, okay? But I've been there. Here's a scenario of what I mean by that. You're starting a conversation and it starts to sort of towards, go towards health, right? They sort of make a gesture towards being interested and knowing more. One of two things typically take place at this point. Number one, you pounce in your word vomit, okay? And it's always, always about great things that you're experiencing, isn't it? Like it's nothing bad or wrong. It's just, and it comes from a great heart. You're excited. You're passionate. Nevertheless, by the time you come up for air and you hit send, you've realized you just wrote a novel of information and answered a bunch of questions they never asked you. Anybody else can relate? Anybody. I know I can. That was me. At one point, that was me. Okay. The other common direction that people uh, find themselves in is that, uh, you know, just letting people know you're, that this is something that's an issue for them, right? So the other common direction developing coaches takes is that we just want to let them know that we are uh, about our health and where it is that how it's changed our life, okay? So it's interesting because when we start to respond, lots of different things can start to take place. Now, I'm a PhD in making excuse for others. I should say I was and had a PhD in making excuses for others. You know how that goes, don't you? goes like something like this. Hey, do you want to talk about the program that I'm part of? I mean, I know you have a lot going on. So if it doesn't work, I totally get it. Or I think what I offer could be great for you, but totally understand if you can't afford it. I, I know it can seem like a lot of money and okay. Or I know you're about to go on vacation. So, so we make all these assumptions we start to make excuses for people. And so we don't want to come across a certain way. So when not trying to come across a certain way, we come across a certain way. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You're fighting so hard to not come across salesy that you just nailed the perfect sales pitch. You just nailed it without even trying to. And you're not even that kind of person. And you get so frustrated with yourself. 
and you start to beat yourself up up here in your mind to where you stop sending messages because you just can't seem to figure it out. And so you're like, I can't, why? It's so easy. I'm told it's so easy. I'm told by Dan and Drew and, and Pat and uh, Corey, I'm told that it's so easy to do this. And yet it seems so freaking complicated and hard. Why? Because we play everything up in here. We always just get stuck right up inside of here. And so we make excuses, we word vomit, we assume, we do all these things. There's two things that will take you out when it comes to doing direct ass. Assuming, now, here's where a lot of us can assume. Anybody start a conversation, your hands are shaking, right? And you're like, oh my God, I'm sending this for the first time. You hit send. And then maybe in a day or two, you come back and you know how it looks like it shows their profile dot when they've read the message, right? And you look and you go, I want to know if they read the message. Oh my God, they read the message. They haven't said anything. Oh my God, it's been a week. They haven't responded back to me. Oh, they, they think I'm trying to sell them something. I know it. I know it. They're never going to talk to me again. Oh my God, this is crazy. Why are you? And you go into this mode. Did you know now after having started five years worth of conversations, do you know what the most common reason as to why people haven't responded back to your conversation? You want me to tell you what it is? They forgot. They read it. They moved on. They haven't thought about you since the moment they opened up that message. They wanted to. They had every intention to. Now, if you're like me and you got young kids, I have every intention when I open up a message. In fact, I leave notifications to remind me to go back and respond to that because I want to respond to it. But because my kids are in the area, I know that I'm going to be distracted. I'm going to get pulled away. I'm going to be asked to do something in the middle of trying to do something. So in the middle of responding to something, I get pulled away. I forget that I even had a message that I had to go back and respond to. That is the main reason why people are not responding back to your conversation. Has nothing to do with you. Has nothing to do with your selling something. Has nothing to do if you're a good or bad person. Nothing to do with any of that. I'm trying to relieve some pressure off of you guys today. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to let you know it's very natural. It's very easy in the 21st century. This is how conversations go. You got a phone in your hand. We all are on it. We're all commenting. We're all uh, communicating through this thing. Don't try to figure out why. Don't try to figure out someone else's motivation. You just worry about your own. That's all you got to do. It's what I teach my kids. Don't worry about why your brothers did this or didn't do that. You just worry about yourself. That is a great tool and motivation for you to start with today. And then the last thing that will take somebody else is creating excuses for uh, other people. Okay, Dan, I'm going to wrap up. I want to show one more slide for everybody. And this is a conversation that I started uh, just recently with somebody. And I just want to quickly show you how that went for me. So, hey, Kim, happy. I don't know this person at all. Never met this person a day in my life. Okay, so I'm just starting a conversation with somebody I've never met. Hey, Kim, happy summer to you. I thought I would drop in and say hi. How's life? What's new with you? Hey, yeah, we do have some common friends, right? I'm good just in Colorado Springs for textbook training, right? I love Colorado Springs, right? What's the textbook training? I have no idea what the heck textbook training is. I'm just, why? I'm trying to start an authentic conversation. I want to know more about this person. So what does she do? She explains it to me. It's an amazing out here. I'm a trainer, ACSI, personal design textbook, Christian textbook series that my school uses. So I've become a trainer for them on the side. How do I respond? That's awesome. Good for you. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Conversation's over, right? Nope. Let's look at how she continues to respond. What does she say at the top? I enjoy reading all the success stories you post. 
Dan, ding, 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 you told me to keep posting on my Facebook page. This lady has never once liked, she has never once commented on anything I've ever done in my page. Not once. What do I say? You're welcome. Now, old Drew would have freaked out and would have gone, oh my God, she put on my success stories. I need to hurry up and bring this to a conversation about health. What do I do? Nope, you're welcome. They're amazing to share. I'm proud of these clients. They are changing their lives. That's all I say. What does she say back to me? What program? Now, here is where people can lose their minds and overthink and go nuts and crazy. And they can either kill this thing or they can let it go. One or the other. Killing it either way. Killing it by word vomiting or killing it by not picking up on the cues that she's dropping along the way. Right? There's two ways you can kill this conversation. So what do I do? The art of the direct ask. Would you be interested in connecting out to find more? To phone health assessment, to find out what your goals are and if what we would do would be a good fit. What do you think? Possibly. Now again, what do you go from here? Possibly, what do I say? How do I do this? Direct question. Huh? How about we connect Friday or Saturday? I get home Friday night. So how about Saturday? Perfect. That works great. What time works for you? Anytime, really. Right? So now I'm sitting here going, okay, great. I'm central time. How does 10.30 work, a.m., 9.30? Good. That works great. Uh, I'm central time too. I live in Illinois, just here for training. Oh, gotcha. Now, this is another thing. I see people asking for phone numbers in such a weird way. This right here is a not weird way to ask for somebody's phone number. Awesome. Hey, my number is. I'm going to offer that stuff up right away. Here's my number. What's yours? What does she do? She doesn't even bat an eye. She sends it to me. Guys, I've never met this person a day in my life. Not once. I don't know who she is. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. That right there is just simple. It's not hard. It's not difficult. It's not overdoing it. So anyway, Dan, uh, the last thing I was just going to say was uh, if you find yourself stuck in conversations, there's four questions. I can do that in the page later this week to help you work through where those kinks are because we can identify where those kinks are really quickly by doing this. But anyway, work with your mentorship team. Dan, thanks for letting me be. So good, Drew. That was, all of that was just textbook. And I'm sitting here thinking, this is a rhetorical question because I'm going to answer it, Drew. Um, what training were you on that you learned all of that? Right? This has been a really good training or a boot camp. No, people. He did it over and over and over and over and realized what doesn't work, guys. The secret is just do it, do it. He's a pro at it. One of the best. I love how, how and this is something I learned. It took me a couple of years to play it cool. Once they bring up health first and said like, oh, cool. And they kind of see you freaking out and peeing yourself because you're so excited that they mentioned health. <laughs> You play it cool. He's like, yeah, they did awesome, man. It's changed their lives. She's like, jumping in. All right. So anyway, uh, I saw a couple of you post, and we'll end uh, here and give me two minutes, okay? Um, I know I apologize for taking extra time to help you massively impact other people's lives and your own, but um, forgive me for that. Forgive all of us. Um, <laughs> you know when people say, I want to be respectful of your time. That's exactly what we're doing here, people, just so you know. Anyway, um, I saw people, somebody post, oh my gosh, I've been doing it all wrong. Hey, can I say something to you that posted that? And I'm sure there are several. Welcome to the club. 
every single one of us on here started out doing it all wrong, okay? That is not a time to jump off a bridge. That is not a time to throw in the towel. That is exactly what all of us have been through in multiple, multiple areas of this business, all right? That is par for the course. And if you stick it out and get to where you really wanna to get to, you're gonna be doing a whole lot of other things wrong along the way too, until you figure out how to do them right. So how did Drew learn how to do all this? By doing it, by being on trainings like this and picking up little tiny nuggets here and there along the way, and by practice, by, by working with his mentorship team, asking questions, that's it, that's, that's this whole thing, guys. That's why I say this isn't hard. This is not difficult. It really is simple. If you just get out there and start, start starting conversations. So we're going to have, um, we're going to keep some this week, the content we're going to be, we're going to be focusing on two things. One, the health and hope night that's happened next Sunday. So we're going to put the event page up, give us a day or two for that. Um, all the details, we'll do some trainings on how to invite people, all that, but we're also going to be focusing on this art of starting conversations, all right? We're gonna keep all kinds of content flowing, so stay involved or engaged in the Facebook uh, uh, group, bootcamp group, because what we're gonna try to do is, you can take two years to learn it all like, like I did um, before you start to get really good at it, or if you can consume some of this content this week, hopefully we can accelerate that, but you don't get to escape from the mistakes in doing it, okay? So, but we're gonna try to help you with that to really try to move that needle. The most powerful thing you can do over the next five weeks until uh, the new year and beyond, but we'll just take that chunk right now, is start as many conversations as you can. Remember those 100 people standing outside? Go, go start conversations with all those people. By the time you get to the 50th one, you will have learned 50 things of what to do and what not to do, what works, what doesn't work more comfortable, how to handle certain, certain um, directions of conversations, all that. Okay. So does everybody get that? All right. Let's, um, let's jump into the action steps we'll end with today. And um, so first of all, I want to show you these week one actions. I'm not going to spend any time on it, but um, if you're not doing the actions guys, if you're not putting it into practice, it, there's nothing we can do. This, this is information is gold. The action steps are what's going to get you there. One thing that I hear more than anything else, I'm going to stop sharing because you're not going to listen to me. You're going to be reading. I hear more than anything else is when somebody finally starts to do some of the things that we're recommending, a coach comes back, business coaches, let me know if you can relate to this. They come back and they're like, oh, I started doing the 333 or I made my 100 list and started conversations. Oh my gosh, it works. Like they're surprised. Like we're making stuff up just for the fun of it to tell people what to do. Guys, save yourself some time. Just start doing it. Just trust us, whether you believe it works or not. I actually, at the beginning of this business, did things that Eric Hunsberger said to do that I thought was some of the stupidest things I ever heard of because I knew better. But I decided, you know what? I'm going to trust. I'm going to do it. And I sure am glad that I did. And now, on the other side of the mountain, I get why we were doing some of those things. I didn't have the context or the experience at the beginning. So if you'll just trust us on some of these things, don't try to, to know better. Don't try to figure out the reasons for everything. Just do what we recommend you do and you'll get results. Okay, so uh, here is the action steps for this week real quick. And we'll post all these up, of course. Uh, first of all, real important, set your intentions, both health and business, business for Thanksgiving, for this whole week. What's that gonna look like for you, personal health? How are you gonna attack the Thanksgiving dinner? Hopefully not 
um, literally attack the Thanksgiving dinner, but how are you going to navigate that? Also, how are you going to navigate your business on Thanksgiving day? I mean, are you going to be super intentional about connecting with people that are at, at your house for dinner or whatever? And I don't mean you're going to try to do health assessments and try to recruit people. You're going to build relationships, right? Then you're going to add them on Facebook. Oh, Hey, cousin Sally, we're not friends on Facebook. I'm going to add you that she'll be flattered that you did that. And then start a conversation with her next month. You know what I mean? Uh, if she could use what we have. So you're going to set those intentions and commit to them and also help your clients set their intentions with their health. If you haven't done that yet, a conversation needs to take place this week between you and your clients about Thanksgiving. Do not leave them out floundering there alone. Okay. So that's one of your action steps. Number two, join the holiday hope, uh, Facebook event page. We're going to put up and create a top 10 list of people that you are going to personally invite. Let me define personally invite. That doesn't mean you use the little invite feature in the event page. You can do that, and I recommend you do that with a bunch of people. But that means actually sending them a personal message or giving them a phone call, telling them why you think that this would be really valuable for them. Okay? Just 10 people. You're going to pick 10 people to intentionally, uh, personally invite. That's all. Okay? Number three, if you haven't yet, make sure you register for the Awaken event. Um, and the links are up in the bootcamp page. Number four, all right, here we're now getting into the nitty gritty of actually doing it. And I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Everybody gets, you got to just do it. Set a goal. It's your goal for the number of conversations you're going to start per day over the next week. Okay, just one week until we get together on boot camp. How many conversations are you going to start per day and then commit to it and follow through? Okay, you make that commitment today while you're excited getting off of boot camp. Although I think we peaked a little while ago. We're kind of going down now because we went too long. But that's all right. Um, then number five is, like I said, we're going to have awesome content flowing all week. Uh, so make sure you engage in that boot camp, uh, the, the Facebook group daily. All right. Awesome job, Drew, Gold, Corey, Drew, Pat, Karen. Wow, what a great day. Uh, such a meaningful boot camp. And uh, Drew, that tactical uh, conversation, I mean, that's, a, that's such gold, man. I love it. So thank you all. Great job. We will see you next week and we'll see you in the boot camp page. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Bye.